Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So here's an email I sent to uh, Dr. Farley. Uh, There's a segment I'd like to air, and with your thoughts, if it's of interest to you, I'm witnessing ever-increasing public pushback to a number of issues which are COVID-19 related, but I'm not sure whether the COVID factor is purely coincidental and the pushback part of something bigger, whether it's talk, writing about a return to pandemic-caused partial lockdowns or the suggestion that an eventually successful or several successful vaccines be mandatory or polling results, results which don't favor a person's political views, there's an instant spike in frustration. There's a short-tempered mood accompanied by accusations of conspiracies to force the population into giving up hard-won freedoms and constitutionally enshrined rights. Frank, what's going on? Am I misreading things, or are you seeing this too? <laughs> I'm seeing it too. No, you're not just reading things. Um, there's an old theory in psychology called the frustration-aggression theory. And um, the, the argument is that just you know, continued frustration over things leads people to become more aggressive. But a part of that aggression can be what we call passive aggression. We're all familiar with, you know, passive aggressive behavior. You know, things like, uh, I won't do what you want. I won't follow the rules. Sort of passive aggressive behavior. And um, I think we're seeing a lot of that. I think that old theory from psychology has become suddenly extremely relevant and a part of the frustration too is the idea of uncertainty you know it's just endless this this thing we're in when will it end when will the corona you know when will the covid-19 disappear from the human race etc and you know yeah. the, the 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 theories keep changing it's going to be you know in December. No, it's going to be next summer. No, it's going to be two years from now. When will this all be over? And um, and then with elections going on, you know, in different countries and so on. And economic people concerns, people looking at people looking at difficult economic times. All of that adds up, doesn't it? It does. It really gets to a tipping point where you know people are just going to say enough. I'm I'm not going to take it anymore. Remember the old movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I'm mad as hell, and I won't take it anymore. And so, and unemployment rates, it all is yeah. adding up to uh, yeah. to a critical point in, in people's personal psychology. And, and so that's what's driving. And it's not just the pandemic, of course. It's the, uh, all the politics that have been wrapped up into it yeah. as well. We talked yesterday about a survey that was done for MNP Canada, largest insolvency firm in this country, and uh, 47% of Canadians, so half the population, within $200 of not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. That is massive stress. At a time when we find out that significant hundreds, at least 100 plus thousand uh, small businesses are in danger in this country of not surviving, maybe over 200,000. And then you add to that that 68% of the working uh, force that works for the private sector works for small business. These are uncertain times, and it does create pushback. I just wonder if we're in a new zone, a new era, because, Frank, I'm a pushback guy. When somebody tells me to do something, I want to know why. And if it doesn't make sense to me, I'm not doing it. And and that's just the way it is. 
Um, but I just find that there's, I just feel like we're in a new time, a new era, a new sense of frustration. And I'm going to say no to everything. Oh, I think we are, you know, and it's teetering on an undemocratic democracy. And it's getting at the very roots of, of, of our social contract. And, you know, a lot of people feel they're just being pushed around and, uh, you know, sort of imprisoned in there by all these rules. And there's some uh, skepticism of science uh, out there as well. You know, I mean, it all started with something like washing your hands, and people would say, that's it? That's all that science has to offer if you wash your hands? And uh, then it built, you know, know, more science came out and more uh, ideas to prevent the spread of COVID-19. But... Uh, I think uh, uh, we've seen a high, the highest level of science skepticism that I have seen in my lifetime. And without, you know, belief in science, then, uh, you know, the underpinnings of dealing with this COVID are, are shattered. And, yeah, and so you have dueling scientists now. You have dueling scientists. You have one side saying one thing, another saying another, and science is not supposed to be determined or at least de- ruled by by consensus it's supposed to be fact everything's supposed to add up as far as i understand it but frank what does it do to people's ability if there is this sense of frustration this bubbling sense of frustration this anger this willingness to even just on email lash out at somebody because you're just mad at something they said or you think they said or you think they believe in what does it do to your life? What does it do to your ability to get along with your family, to get along with your friends, to get along with people on the street, to get along with your dog? Well, what a let's good leave question. the dog out of it. <laughs> um, you know, generalizing your emotions from one situation over to another one can always be a problem in human behavior. You know, you get angry over something and then you generalize it to other situations. And the thing is, here, there are so many facets of our life that we can get angry over. Yeah. And so it it produces a kind of a a tsunami of, of anger. You know, it's just about everything. You know, personal life, home life. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen a up, significant uptick in domestic violence. Yeah, we have. Example. Yes, we have. Uh, and you know we've seen uh, we've seen a, a significant increase in anxiety yeah. and uh, depression. So Frank, in, in in just one quick answer, what gets us out of this? Uh, <laughs> well, you know some of the old uh, wonderful old ideas of social responsibility, um, empathy, uh, key perspective. One of the key things that we often talk about in therapy is. Don't catastrophize, because the big thing in one's life is not the events in front of you, not the things that are happening, Mm -hmm. but rather your interpretation of those events. All right. So we desperately need to interpret these things calmly. We will get through it. You know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, etc., 
I hate that cliche. I just hate that. Just <laughs> yeah. Stop using that, Frank, for God's okay, sake. I, I will. I love the jokes <laughs> that come out of it, though, of course. No, Listen, I said to somebody work. the other day, we talked about dogs a second ago. I said to somebody the other day, we should all treat it, treat each other the way we treat our dogs, and we get along a lot better. That's anyway, because dogs are the best. Thanks, Frank. They are indeed. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.